Hey guys, welcome back to episode number seven of Dub's podcast. And today we got a special one for you. And, and when I mean special, it's a special one. Uh, in light of everything that's going on around our country, you know, Minneapolis with uh, the death of George Floyd, all the protests around the country, we wanted to bring you an episode to show you why sports are needed so much more now. And it, throughout this episode, we're, we're going to be discussing like the impact that sports have had uh, on all of us. We all played on the same team uh, last year and the year before, you know, past two years. And uh, we've, you know, we've done different, we've played different sports and we just wanted to show the, the difference it makes in our lives and how, how it only brings good to our country. So who, who wants to start off? Like, you know, op it's open floor, you know, uh, just, you know, explain how sports have impacted you. Um, I, I'll, I'll start I first. I remember. Okay. Oh, from a perspective, sorry, my bad, Shelly, but um, You're good. from a perspective coming from like someone who's, who's very like in the Latino community, like very Mexican oriented, like culture is super important in, in my in my home, in my in my lifestyle, like my parents, my parents are very. They speak Spanish only. They're very in introverted. They don't make a lot of friends that aren't aren't from the same culture as us. So I think sports are like a huge opportunity for me, and not only me, but like I've seen it impact like my family. Like for example, when we played high school ball, like my my family made new friends that weren't like. It was out of their comfort zone, you know, for example. And I don't know, like, it just, it, it's really, like, sports to me is really powerful in that everyone, like, no matter what differences you have, no matter what, what, what color your skin is, like, everyone is working as a team in, like, baseball, football, basketball, towards the same objective, which is to win. Everyone, everyone pushes together. I love seeing how everyone no matter no matter what differences you have pushed together towards the same goal it's really powerful it's all it's really powerful to me and it just shows how you you can really build a community from not like from from just one simple team like i saw that with our team we our parent all of our parents got along everyone was always together no matter what like if if someone needed a ride or like it, even the little things like someone needed a ride oh someone's someone's parents was going to be there or like it's it's so beautiful how everyone can set aside differences and just work together towards the same goal i i think sports is one of those things that you know it it has the capability to transcend boundaries you know ever since jackie robinson broke the color barrier yeah. um things have not been the same in sports and i think sports is one of the few things that has the power to not only bring players together like jesus says but also a community you know all of us root for the angels and the angels community is such a fun place to be um even you know and that's something to hang your hat on you know hey yeah. my sports team is doing well hey my my fans are pulling to win yeah and like the main reason why i kind of wanted to have this open conversation is in a time where i feel like we're all divided for very good reason there mm -hmm. needs to be something you know or at least for like, me I, I fall back on sports on yeah. bringing us back together and rebuild because at this point you know it's all about rebuilding and you know what yeah. can we do to rebuild and as much as it hurts to see america like this you know we got to start somewhere and i think sports is definitely a great place to start i mm -hmm. think 
sports really allows um, people to come together over times of just absolute turmoil. Um, I played I played in a game. Uh, I think it was my freshman year, where the other team, uh, a player had their mom die of I think breast cancer, and he was yeah, it was it very was sad. Park, park, park. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, it felt it was it felt weird being the the uh, the opposing the, team to them, but yeah. they played their heart out. It it really showed how much like people can like come together, and you know some of the kids were like they were crying after the game. It was it was. It was absolutely beautiful. I'd say that's one of the favorite, my favorite games that I've ever played because of the yeah. true like emotion. Um, I have this Skaggs forty. Well, you can't really see it. It's oh, I have that too. Somewhere. I was at the game when Tyler when Tyler Skaggs passed away um, last year during the summer. The the whole all the fans came together. There was a um, the the game at Angel Stadium. Where the Angels turned around and they threw a no hitter in his remembrance, and that's that's crazy, you know. Yeah. People coming together through these tough times. Um, something that just that just happened um, today. Uh, Weston McKenney, you probably don't know who he is. He plays in the Bundesliga, who just started their um, season back up again. He's he's an American player playing in the Bundesliga, the German soccer league, <laughs> and he donned the armband yeah. Justice for George Floyd. It's a great. It's sports. The sports world is a great place for people to um, speak their opinions and um, let their opinions be heard. Uh, I remember there was yeah, another user soccer platform. player. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they use their platform and they, um, yeah, they let their voices be heard. I've seen posts from LeBron James, Stephen Curry, Joe Adele. Mm-hmm. Like all these people are, you know. Yeah, it's, I, I they're think using it's, their platform. I think it's cool too how they they do it in a way that's very encompassing and very respectful. Like mm-hmm. there's a certain tone they take on that is very yeah. empowering, but it's also very aware of the circumstance. And I think that's also what's beautiful about sports. It's not yeah. always hard hitting to the point. They're very reflective. They're very uh, open and very very loving yeah. and compassionate. And that's also a testament to the true power of sports yeah Yeah, i think i think we really saw that with soccer like i don't know how much you guys follow soccer but soccer in europe is so powerful and like Mm -hmm. also the world cup uh, as i was saying like soccer when spain when spain was getting hit hard by covid messi donated 70 percent of his of his salary to to covid relief like it's just it's just so powerful because like messi isn't even a he, he doesn't even he's not even born in spain he's from argentina and the fact that like he he's like thank you he 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 thanks spain thanks barcelona for the opportunity he was given to play there he 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 donates his 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 money in relief for relief like it's just beautiful to see how how like even though even though someone isn't born in that country or like with soccer like someone isn't born in that country like these europeans like they really they really love their soccer obviously and they just really like take. They bring them into the community. They love them, and they respect. They respect the players for who they are. Like, let's say, um, it, it it doesn't matter where you come from. Like, you're just you're just loved. And I feel like that sports. That's why sports has such a powerful, just a powerful message towards the world in general. Yeah, Brandon. Brandon said it earlier. Of you know, it brings people together. How like 
a team works together, you know, for like the same goal. But then you have to remember not all sports are team sports. You know, there's golf yeah. and there's tennis. And the thing that, you know, you're not working together with another person. But the thing that you see there is gamesmanship. Yeah. And gamesmanship. And I watch tennis a lot. I really enjoy the sport. And, you know, after it, <clears throat> after any game uh, match, after any match, no matter how intense, like, the competition was, both players come together. They shake hands. They're always talking, you know. Uh, I know in tennis, you know, many players from around the world, but they all, you know, share that same love for tennis. And, yeah. you know, they greet each other and they, you know, congratulate each other on a hard-fought match. And yeah. I just love to see that, you know, in my life. I played baseball on my, if you even can see in my room, you know, I got bobbleheads. It might be hard to see, but there's like a a, a picture right right there, right there. <laughs> of uh, It's like a, a ton of baseballs together. You know, I, I played baseball all my life, but, you know, it could have been different for me. Uh, my dad was a tennis coach uh, from like five years before I was born until I was like 10. He He's always loved tennis. But the reason he wanted me to join baseball is because he wanted me to join a team sport. And I love it. You know, baseball, you can learn so, so many things from it. Uh, patience, you know, uh, you only get three, four chances a game, you know, yeah. hitting to make it count. Uh, you know, discipline, uh, you know, not letting your emotions get the best of yeah. you. Cause, I'm working you know, under stress too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, in and baseball, the best players fail seven out yeah. of ten times. Like yeah. you gotta, you gotta be able to like be mentally tough to compete. Yeah. I'm not saying physically it's the hardest sport. I'm not saying that, but I'm just saying like you can learn a lot, and you you have to be not as physically athletic to play it, but just mentally, it's it's a yeah. huge mental game. Also, also for team sports, the beauty of it is sometimes you're gonna pick your teammates up, and other times teammates are gonna have to pick you up. Like that's just that's just the nature of, of team sports. You see it. And it's just a, like a beautiful sight to see, whether it be baseball, football, basketball, or like, and it's it's just beautiful. You know, we talk about sports having this really ginormous and really influential power uh, on the community. But the question I pose to you guys is: Is there a sports moment that you can pick out in your life that has really shaped the way you have become today? Uh, I, like, I can like, like personal moments that we have yeah. playing sports. Okay. Yeah, I can start if you guys need a question. If you guys need a moment. Yeah. Something. Um. Yeah, I, need a moment. I clearly remember this, and I will honestly remember this for the rest of my life. I think I probably told you guys once or twice here and there, but in second grade, um, as same with Stephen, I played baseball since I was six. I started in my local league, but uh, my local league collapsed, and I switched over to the league next. Uh, the league, the city overed me because they had changed from little league to pony. And I joined this team, and I was bad. Like, I was easily the worst player on this team. But this team was super good, and they had all the superstar players. And, you know, when I went to bat, I always strike out. I batted ninth. I played right field. Uh, for those who don't play baseball, those are stereotypically the positions where the yeah. worst player plays. And I wanted to be good. And the thing was, I was good at basketball at the same time. So I was really good on my basketball team, but I wasn't good at baseball. And I was getting super frustrated uh, just because I wasn't being good. And back then, obviously, I didn't understand the power of hard work. And I remember the day before the season, opening day came. Like, granted, we haven't even played the season yet. It was the day before opening day, and I, went, I told my parents, I said, Dad, 
Well, I want to quit. And they were shocked because they've never heard me talk like that before. But they said, okay, let's talk to your coach and see what he says. And the coach sat me down and I remember sitting, I know exactly where the bleacher was. This is the crazy thing. I know exactly where we sat and he talked to me and he said, you know, I don't care if you're the best player. I don't care if you're the worst player. I'm going to give you my hundred percent. I expect the same hundred percent out of you. And he said, I am not going to quit on you if you're not going to quit on me. And that was probably the strongest thing that he's ever said to me. So I decided not to quit. I decided to keep playing baseball. I struggled that year, you know, but uh, I kept playing. I kept playing. And then two years later, I made the all-star team. And I went from being the worst player to one of the better players in the league. And I, I and I accomplished my dream of playing high school baseball with Oxford. And I've still today tried to do, try my best to succeed and be a, a key component in uh, my team. But if it wasn't for Coach McFarland, I would not I would not be sitting in front of you today. Um discussing this to you and uh, let alone on this podcast so that that moment really really defined my life yeah with me uh mine happened my freshman year in a game uh we are playing uh high school uh i, f- I forgot what city they're from they're called uh say chill uh and mm-hmm. they were i didn't know that well i because you know i was a freshman but i knew from watching my brother in the previous two years that they were like a rival team uh mm-hmm. and you know their their bench would always you know heckle us from from outside the field and i wanted to beat them bad and so it was the last inning i was up with uh, two outs uh, it was first and third we were down by one run so our tying runner was on third and i went up there i wasn't that i didn't feel that pressured because i didn't feel how big the magnitude of the game was you know how much our team wanted to beat them and I hadn't been in a spot like that, like, you know, tying run on first, a hit we win or, you know, tie it up, a, an out we lose. I hadn't been in that spot really before. So I ended up grounding out and uh, game over. And, um, you know, I said a little bit ago, you know, don't let them, you know, baseball's taught me, you know, don't let emotions get the best of you. But this, this was a time it did. You know, I didn't cry because I wasn't sad. I was just mad at myself. I was mad that I didn't get a hit because up until that point I was hitting, you know, I was hitting pretty well for, you know, being a freshman. So I took my batting gloves off and I just ripped them in like, I ripped the, the, the straps off. So I couldn't wear them again. And, um, I, I did it where no one could see. Cause I didn't want anyone seeing that, you know, how mad I was, but going, going, uh, you know, on the drive home from the field, I was thinking like, you know, it's just one game, you know, it's just one loss. No one's blaming the loss on me. It's baseball. There's nine guys on a field, not a team wins and loses a game. It's not just one player. Mm-hmm. And then the next, the next time we played them, which was two days later, cause they were a, a league opponent. Uh, we were at that, their place and I wanted to beat them so bad. I, I was so motivated in that game to do whatever it took. I wanted to be in the position to win or lose a game because I, I wanted that the redemption. I didn't get like the 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 exact last moment, but it was the last inning when they had one of their star players up, uh, who was a phenomenal bunter, and he was the leadoff hitter of the last inning, and we were only up by one. Yeah, we were only up by one, and you know I'm playing third base, um, and. 
you know, their bench heckles us. Uh, but, you know, I'm the closest I could hear the loudest. And I, I wanted to just show them up so bad, do whatever it takes. And I knew he was going to bunt. And I was playing like five, six feet in, on the grass. Yeah. And he, and he still bunts. And I was like, okay. And I was running, I was running to, to get the ball. And my brothers even told me after, because he was the, on the pitching on the mound. My brother even told me after that, like, oh, if it was me, I would have let it roll because it was borderline on the chalk, one of the best bunts yeah. I've ever seen. And I and I'm still playing in, and I get it, and it's still a bang bang play, like it's super close. And I threw it, and Jesus, he he's at first and makes this phenomenal pick, gets oh, him out, I and play. and I was yeah. so happy. That was one of the best games I played because yeah. I don't know why. That was such a high they, play. That was such a high game too. Yeah, they hit the ball to me like five or six times that game, but this was the one play I remember because, mm. you know, last inning, and it was a really good play, a really good pick. It was, it was a momentum killer. It was a momentum killer. Because even though, even though we're only up by one, I know getting the first out in the last inning is the hardest thing to mm. do in baseball, but – it's like Jesus said, the momentum killer. And, yeah. you know, that game just showed me, you know, uh, you, you got to learn to deal with failure. And, you know, I I've, I wanted I wanted it so much in that game to be put on the spot. And Yeah, yeah going succeeded. back to the, the gravity of that play, you know, I was I remember I was at second base. I didn't – a few times I played second base, but I saw that throw and I went, oh, no. And I started sprinting behind first, you know, trying to back to up. Cover. And she, yeah. she just makes that pick. I, I didn't even think. I grabbed it and threw it. I didn't uh, – I, I didn't really look at Jesus – because when my eyes went up, I saw he was so close to the back. I don't know how because the was, a, was just that good. It was a like, phenomenal play by both you and you and Jesus. Yeah. I just remember going, "Wow, this is this is the power of a team." Like you know, Steven makes a great play. Uh, doesn't make the best of throw, but you know his teammate Jesus is right there to pick him up, yeah. and that was so it was so incredible to watch just the whole thing unfold. Mm-hmm. Um. All right. So I'm gonna run it back a little, a little. A little a long time ago, I was I seven or eight. Back, so. <laughs> I was I was I was seven or seven or eight years old. Um, I was playing little league, and um, it was it was not an all star game, but it was just like the best players of each team, of each team in B minor, which is double A, seven eight year olds. And I I met this kid. His name was David, and I um, he was playing second. I was playing first, and it was like we start talking. I become his friend. And then um, later I find out from my parents that his uh, year ago, he was involved in a, in a really bad car accident and he lost his, his dad, his brother, his older brother who played at our Little League too. There's a little plaque of him in, in our North Anaheim Little League field. Name, his name was, was Alan Torres and he lost his sister too. And his mom got really like, he she had injuries from the crash and he was the only one that like nothing happened to him he was like scratchless and so like the fact that like he still was strong enough to keep on playing the sport after losing his older brother and his 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 dad his his sister that just really impacted me like it wasn't it wasn't really like about me but the fact that i was able to see someone still like power through like sports is Sports is family. Sports is something that like can distract you from what's going on in the real world. That's that's when I realized that that sports is, it's not just a game. It's it's much more than that. Like when, um, and he made a he made a fantastic diving play, and I was just like, damn, like 
Like this kid, this kid is, is he's a warrior, man. Like he's he's lost he's lost half of his family and he's still like he still he still played, he still he still had a smile on his face. Like he 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 was able to erase what had happened and like but when you're between the lines, like you just like as as our coach Corey would say would say, when you're in between the lines, it's just you and and the game, like just you, you have to give your focus, your full attention. And that's what's beautiful about it. You can forget what's going on at home. You can have tr- problem. It's not, it's not just about like, um, it's, it, it can be like problems at home or anything like sports. It's a place is, to it, let, like release, uh, yeah. let go of the real world for a couple hours. Yeah. And just, and just be with your buddies. Be like, like I, I, endless amount of times like i just enjoyed being out on the baseball field with my friends having a blast like with coaches too like it, we really build a family and it's just beautiful to, like that's when even even though i was little i started to realize like hey um baseball football like team sports are really are really inspiring and like can really like push the best out of you even though you you may be going through difficult through a difficult journey in life I wouldn't. I haven't had many of those types of moments, but uh, I'd say probably, like going back to what Jesus said about uh, family and like learning. Like, <clears throat> so I've played in the same little league since I was like five, six, maybe. Yes. I don't know. And yeah. um, so every uh, the last couple of summers, we would uh, join together, and after after our high school seasons, we would join together and we would play the um, the tournament the juniors tournament, the seniors tournament, whatever they called it. And every time we'd play, we'd play with each other. It was always so much fun because like, you know, we don't get to see each other all the time. You know, some people are at uh, the local high school. I'm at the high school that's far away. Um, so it's all, it's a great time for us all to come together and, you know, work together as a team. And sp- I'm specifically remembering about like last year, last year, our team was, I wouldn't say we were like the greatest team ever. We had a ton of depth. I would we, say we we did have depth. We had depth, and you know there wasn't a lot of competition, so we knew we could kind of like kind of grace through it and get to the big stage. But yeah, we ended up going to the state championship. Now this was like a really big deal for us because we had never gotten that far. Um, all of us had been playing in the league for like around ten years, pretty much, and we had never gotten this far. And it was really big for all of us. And you know the parents were super loud. Uh, I I. I'd, I'd say I became really, really great friends with a couple of kids that I didn't really know much of. There's this kid on my team, um, Alex, right? That was his name? Steven, you were on the team. Yeah. Yes, Alex? I know yeah. him. You guys to Savannah? Yeah. yeah. I, didn't, I didn't know him. And, you know, through this, I got to learn a ton about him. He's a great, he's a great guy. I love him. And, you know, there's other players who played on me when I was 15 that one year. And when we got to the state championship, we lost to a team. They're from like Hawthorne. San Diego. Yeah, they're from Hawthorne. like, it's like super Southern that's California. Like, that's like Los Angeles, I think, around that Hawthorne. area. Hawthorne is LA. Yeah, Hawthorne oh, okay. is LA. Yeah. And it was, it, was a, it was a grueling fight. I mean, I, I don't know what I did that game. It we went like four, I, three or four extra innings or something like that. Oh, yeah. I, I, I caught all nine innings. It was grueling on my legs, but I do it. I you know, being a catcher, I've caught some crazy crazy games. I've caught um one time I caught a full doubleheader. 
But like fifteen I did, inning I, game, you yeah, last game. game. That was another game that I was thinking about too, but that's for at a later date. Um, <laughs> but everyone on our team is actively like we did not want to lose because we knew that there were going to be players that were going to leave and never be able to play on this type of team again. So it was really, really emotional when we ended up losing that last game. And, you know, there was kids that were crying. I was, I was, I was like down in the dumps. I was really sad because like, I'm, there's a possible, well now with coronavirus, this would have been my last summer to be able to play. And now I can't play with them. Yeah. And that's really, really sad because I consider these, these group of guys, my family, same same way as I consider you guys on the high school team, my family as well. Yeah, I can relate because like I was on that team with Shelly too. Unfortunately, even without uh, coronavirus, I wouldn't. I that was my last year. I I hit the age limit for it, but yeah, it, it was a super sad way to end it. I mean, we didn't play as many games as you would think to get to that tournament because, as Shelly said, there wasn't a lot of competition. But still, like from you know, I I played. In the same little league as Shelly since for since I was like four or five, just like him, and you know started all stars when I was nine, and from when I was nine up until last year when I was for that that tournament when I was sixteen, I hadn't won one game in the second round of all stars. I had won every year except once out of the six or seven years to get to the second round, but I've never won one game because like. The, the teams that we faced in that second round, they would be the type of teams you would see in the Little League World Series. Uh, this, uh, the people from Southern California, like Southern, Southern California, like San Diego area, didn't, Chula didn't Vista. Guys, didn't you guys play the, uh, we the team lost, that eventually lost, went yeah. to the Little League World Series? That, it wasn't Niels, my brother. He lost to oh. the team that won it all, or lost to the team who lost to the team that won it all. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it, you know, but winning... We only had to beat one team in a best two out of three series to win the second round and go to the state tournament. So, like, it wasn't, like, a huge deal. But, like, I really felt it for me because, you know, it was my last year playing in that Little League that I've called, you know, home before high school. You know, this was – I'd spend all day at the field. But, you know, to win my last year in that second round, that that was it was a great, and we won on a walk off. That was cool. I scored the game winning run. That that was pretty cool. I felt like, you know, that all that hard work paid off. Yeah, I think the you know, going back to Jesus's point of being able to just release some of that energy to take a step away from the real world is something that you know I would like to have right now. Um, the events going on in our nation, you know, yeah. said earlier is, is unfortunately, you know, tearing us apart. And I, I feel uh, if we could have this open conversation, you know, uh, touch at least one person, you know, who just needs a, a place to escape. Yeah. And I know sports is all of our places to escape uh, just for, you know, the two, three hours out there for practice or for a game. And the inability to have sports in there, or at least watch yeah. it even, you know. I, I know after school sometimes I come home, turn the TV on at 8 o'clock, the Angels game is running. And that was something I always look forward to, you know, just watching an inning here or there. And I feel, you know, if we can get something going, you know, sports would really help us Yeah, rebuild. I, I especially, like, especially for me, like, I, I miss, like, the NBA. The NBA would be a perfect position for right now. Like, they're... They're totally like pro player, like player. 
the player can speak his mind and like um like the way we saw what like with LeBron before and with the with the heat and and how he he just he's always he he's a he's a leader in the fact in the matter of the fact that like he's the one who, who always like I don't want to say like starts but like he allows like every other like NBA player to like to he was the one who started player player more mobility make it a pro player league so you can speak your mind speak like be able to engage with the community that that's what that's in the end what you want like you wanna you wanna feel a connection between your local team you know like. Like uh, we feel connection with the Angels, like our friends feel connections with the Dodgers. Like it's it's still there. Like no matter how how different another team can be, like it's just and the the NBA would would really like help help ease the tenses a little in our country right now. And, you know, even then, you, know, you talk about you know uh, Angels fans supporting Angels, Dodgers fans supporting Dodgers. But in the end, you know we're all brought together by the yeah. universal language of baseball and even at mm-hmm. that point you're brought together by the universal language of sports no matter mm-hmm. you know if you're uh, if you're a fan of cricket if you're a fan of lacrosse if you're a fan yeah. of f1 you know E-sport. in the end it's the spirit of coming together having a yeah. good time and the sense of community that is so special yeah it's so endearing yeah i i, I want to touch back on like what brandon said earlier about like the world cup because i thought that was a great example like oh, Jesus was saying he just talked about the world cup today. or his dudes yeah because yeah. I, I, like we're i mean shelly shelly follows soccer but we're not like huge soccer fans but, but in the world cup oh i love the world cup <laughs> I, the world oh, cup is it's amazing it's fun to watch because you have an entire nation yeah. around it's not just like in in like in like basketball, baseball, football, where it's like certain populations, areas yeah. around the country. You have an entire nation supporting you. And not even just the World Cup. Like, we weren't alive during the time, but the miracle on ice when yeah. U.S. beat the Soviet Look, Union and yeah. hockey. Like, that that was just a big deal. One of the be- biggest sports moments in, like, U.S. history. Mm-hmm. And, you know, with the World Cup, you know, soccer is not a huge thing in in the U.S., but then, then look at our women's women's national team who like it's it's, it's an automatic yeah. World Cup win for them. Like yeah. I just love the I love uh, when U.S. when the U.S. is playing and then they cut to like different cities around the country with, oh, with yeah. like with oh, like yeah. reactions of people. I love that because like it you know they go for the same basketball team or same even same soccer team, but at at you know, through those two, three weeks, however long World Cup is, there an entire nation is supporting one team, and I, yeah. I, I love, I love that. I mean, heck yeah, during, during and, the world, the women's World Cup, like everyone was t- was talking about it. Everyone, yeah. Yeah. I remember, uh, my uh, AP US history teacher has a banner of the uh, USA soccer badge uh, on her wall. Like everyone was tuned into this. This was, it was, and it was, it was great. No matter if you were if you were white, if you were African American, if you were Asian, if you were Hispanic, if you were yeah any anything else, you were automatically tuned into this team yeah. because it, it it really brought together the entire nation. And the another thing about great thing about it is that it's a women's sport. And yeah. tr- traditionally, I'm not saying this as an opinion. Traditionally, women's sports aren't usually covered, but for this, it was so great. Such a yeah. strong team of women, um, 
competing their butts off, and they really, really, you know, they brought they brought home the title, and that was, you know, it really united the United States. And, also, and even the uh, the the Olympics, I think it was 1984 when it was in LA, and the or it might have been the World Cup. I don't know if it was the Olympics or the World Cup when the U.S. played their Nash their the world the title game uh, at the the Coliseum in LA and it was one of the, it was like the most watched sports event at the time like of all time not just like soccer but like most watched sports well, event well, like even the super yeah yeah like <laughs> it was insane um before this world cup like you know US soccer US soccer wasn't well, like, they were a laughing stock, basically. Dominant. Yeah. Yeah. And then, still on a <laughs> I remember I remember going uh I seen like a 30 for 30 or something on it uh, uh for that for that uh year when you know they would go to New York and that's when they started getting popular. They had like a huge crowd there and then when they go back to the title game like it was packed uh, the U.S. won on uh, in, in penalty kicks. I'm pretty sure I forgot the name of the player. The 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 famous. She took off her shirt and like whipping oh, it around. Uh, yeah, I, uh, I forgot her name. Brandy Chastain. I knew her first or, name started with Brandy. I'm. I was almost positive. I think Brandy Chastain. So, but yeah, it, it, it's a huge sporting event for the U.S. You know, you think of that. I mean, I'm not. I'm not being biased here because I'm an Auburn fan, but the kick six Auburn had against Alabama. <laughs> You can't make those sporting events up when the clock hit zero and they were going to go to overtime, but Alabama decides to throw the challenge flag like, hey, there's a second left. They brought a second back, second left. They go out to kick instead of throwing, uh, going for a Hail Mary, which people thought, and Auburn takes 109 kickoff. They, it was short, and he, and he returned it. Yeah. You know, it was a, it was a, it was a famous call. It was a famous call. Uh, that, that, Man, uh, uh, sadly, did pass away earlier this year or la- or late last year. But uh, you know, you can't make certain sporting events up. Yeah. You know, and um, it's just great. Something I want to point back to the World Cup that uh, like not uh, an average soccer fan may know, like like you or I, but like the World Cup is is an enormous opportunity for these for these smaller countries, like third world countries, where they don't promote their players as much for them to showcase their skills like for example in 2010 um i you guys know chicharito from mexico yeah, he blew up boy. he blew up and what do you know uh, manchester united gave him like obviously like if if you follow him it didn't really work out but they still gave him an opportunity like these players like it means so much to them to represent their country like they i feel like these players would die for their country literally but um it it just really shows like they take it so serious because this is like it and it what makes it special it's every four years like so this is like oh once every four years this is the time i i have to showcase my skills hopefully get in 2014 james from from colombia blew up and oh yeah Ra- Real madrid signed him like it's it's just beautiful and to Mbappe see too. Yeah, sorry, sorry, same. Mbappe, yeah, Mbappe, yeah. Mbappe, Mbappe was already like special. Yeah, like, but like yeah. he was super. Young. That's why. That's why. Yeah. The world blew up on him. Yeah, it's just it's just beautiful to see like how these players like they they're like this is the like in small countries like Uruguay, Paraguay, like these these South American or like the, these countries from Africa too. Like, um, I forgot. Donna. Remember yeah, Ghana in the Ghana, world? Yeah. Hey, in 2010, oh God, like, awesome. bro, like, the world was uh, with Ghana. And, like, it's just it's just beautiful to see how, um, and it's just special to see 
how these players like this is the this is the chance they have to showcase their skills to, to find a new life and it, it's just it's just um amazing to see how like some of these players like their success stories go and they're like their careers their careers take a take a good a good jump from the world cup i know we're talking a lot about how sport the sports impact on america but like asus said it's an international thing um mm -hmm. i'm not sure if you guys paid attention to the uh the euros uh, i'm not sure what year this was but it was it was like a couple years back iceland yeah like oh, iceland I, I made it to oh. the quarterfinals yeah iceland and, has a smaller population than anaheim like yeah. just, just to put that into perspective and they only have <laughs> i think like one or two uh football facilities yeah on their it's, in their country oh, I remember that. They came I remember together that and all of the fans so all of the icelandic fans came out to that stadium and they did the oh <laughs> that was the coolest yeah. thing ever um it totally united the country and you know, after yeah. that, people legitimately they, they, like they, they literally beat England two to one. That was yeah, that was the game where where that I was hearing about that. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. And I that. there's no player on that team. Like the only player that I can think of is uh, Sigurdsson, who played for Swansea. Their, but, like, and their goalie, their goalie was a he was a, he was a movie director with his yeah. time off. Like yeah. it was just like phenomenal to see like how they came together and like literally carried the carried their nation on their backs. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, yeah, their their style of play was unconventional because they play literally like all guys defending and they just counter every once in a while. But it was still remarkable to see like how far they went. Yeah. I I mean I I would like because I know we talked about it I think two episodes ago of you know because for the World Cup you know countries rallying around a team uh, in the two thousand one World Series. I know we talked about it. Uh, yeah, with, the last with the Yankees, that we talked about it. Yeah, okay. Yankees yeah. and and uh, Diamondbacks, uh, and it was you know a month and a half, two months yeah, after they were playing in uh, November. Been, yeah, yeah, it was I November believe, baseball. I believe baseball was the. I'm not correct me if I'm wrong, but baseball was the first sport to come back. Yeah, no, it, yeah was, no, it was the, the infamous game with uh, the famous it was game the Mike the, Piazza yeah, home run. Yeah, and he came to the plate. I think he had a helmet on that said NYPD yeah. on it. Yeah, yeah, or that FD was spectacular. FD yeah, but, you know, yeah. the Yankees are a tremendously popular team, but popular hated. kind of bad way. Yeah, yeah they're not hated. 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 But you know, everyone wanted to win them to win. Sadly, they didn't. It was off a walk off, but you know. That that just showed, you know, especially what we were saying with, uh, uh, you know, Mike Piazza hitting the home run, you know, for the New York Mets, you know, uh, you know, in the same city, you know, yeah. hit hit so hard he by gave a hope. tragic event. He yeah, he literally like he gave the city hope. Like that's that's just something that's that's like you can't you you can't you can't put that you in the script. script. You, you can't, can't script. Yeah. exactly exactly. They, they want something to latch on to after such a tragic event. And uh -huh. here comes baseball. Here comes a team from. I mean, New York was still good, but here comes the Yankees. Yeah. Uh, you know, wanting to give their city hope after a tragic event. Mm -hmm. You know. Yeah, we also saw that with the Red Sox, and I mean, yeah. the marathon bombings weren't as yeah. weren't as. Won big, the World but, Series that year. Yeah, it went. No, uh, Daniel Nava hit the grand slam. I think. Yeah. That was that, huge. That's the loudest I've ever seen that ballpark. Other yeah. than when Big Poppy hit the Grand Slam, oh yeah, in 2013. <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. But you know they they had their their outfields uh, mode to spell out 
Boston, Boston strong. strong. Yeah. And you know, that happened early in the year, like super early in the year. Yeah. And then Boston, though they won the World Series in 2004, it was only their second World Series in like 70, 75 years. Like, yeah. you know, no, they won in 2007 too, but yeah. Okay. okay. But yeah, but you know, it, it, you know, sports brought brought that brought that city together, and even the Bruins. I think right after that, uh, the Bruins were uh, their their first game back. They had the like the crowd sing the national anthem or something like that. It, it was it was something uh, to show like, oh, this is a uh, love for for the city of Boston. We're gonna have the audience sing the national anthem, and you know that that entire city rallied around their sports because you know their sports. Are normally good. The Red Sox, the Bruins, uh, the Patriots. The pa- yeah, you know. I when I think of like heroic games, very emotional games. I think of the. Uh, it was in late. It was in late September 2016 when Jose Fernandez died in the. Yeah. Uh, oh, D. Gordon. Oh, yeah, D. Gordon. D. Gordon came to play. Yeah. If you don't know D. Gordon, he has zero pop. Zero he has pop. zero pop. He is a very. <laughs> Skinny and short man. He's very. He's no, well known for stealing bases. He makes good defensive plays. Yeah. Uh, he can Con- run out of grounder. Contact like, hitter. Contact very, hitter. Yeah, very much of a contact hitter. And when he stepped up to the plate, wearing Jose Fernandez's jersey on the back, and he hit a dinger, like it was, like you God could feel him, him in the, the stadium. Yeah. Oh yeah. You could, you could like feel Jose in the stadium. Say yeah. hey, you're gonna hit a home run today. And, and, and D. Gordon yeah. and Jose Fernandez were really good friends, and yeah. he was round. He was rounding the bases, just crying, and it, like all of his teammates consoling him after the home run. And it, yeah. it was just, it was so beautiful. Mm-hmm. It was so beautiful. His no, his famous no other no other thing ties people together than sports. Sports yeah. like if there's anything we need right now, it's sports. Mm-hmm. Yeah, please bring back sports. Definitely, definitely. <laughs> yeah, we yeah. That's what I'm hoping to. You know, I hope. And I, I know we're still amid the pandemic, unfortunately. You know that's mm. also going to take time. But you know, I I really feel that sports is go- it has that capability to start the rebuilding process. Yeah, as we said yeah. multiple times, you know, it, it transcends reality and it, it just gives America something else to think about, take their minds off of, and ultimately refoster a better community. Hopefully, you know, I I know. I'm sure we'll cover it in a couple of days, but the new proposals that have been coming out, you know, we're, we're getting closer, you know, but hopefully something gets accelerated in the, in it soon. Yeah. And, you know, we need something else to watch, uh, besides the news on the TV. Cause we news, you know, you turn it on, it's only, bad things you know yeah. you know there's, there's like, some special is, cases at the end like oh uh the best thing that happened in america yeah you know and then it's, yeah. it's just a bunch of negative information being fed to us so like we we're generally we're generally gonna be like thinking negative thoughts and like think down on on not ourselves but like like down on society like hey like damn like what we're going through is really tough like mm-hmm. it, it can lead into depression too like but and, yeah and you know um, watching, uh, you know, flashback games, you know, big games. Yeah, that's cool saying like, oh, sports still exists. But, you know, it, it doesn't do the same because not only do you know the outcome, but like it's not as exciting as um, uh, 
uh, look, you know, seeing it live, you know, watching live it live sports is like the best thing to do. And one good thing that did happen, you know, uh, SpaceX did launch their thing. It's yeah. not like a sporty thing, but it's something good that's happening in America. Monumental. We launched, yeah, oh, yeah, you know, yeah. it was the first launch. Where first launch in nine years and first time a, a – a private company has sent U.S. astronauts to the to to space. Yeah, so you know, yeah, it's not sports, but it's still something good that's happening within our country because, you know, we're we're desperate for it. We we need something good to happen in our country to you know rely on to get us through these tough times. Yeah, I, I think that's bad like, that can come from sports. Only good yeah. can come from sports. Yeah, yeah. yeah. like. Who doesn't love seeing the underdog winning, the Nationals yeah. winning, you know, the, the title? Yeah. Play, UMBC? Playing, was that yeah, UMBC. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. Like, just anything. Like, yeah. Exactly. Like, just out of – honestly, like, out of any game, you can you can, you can, can take something. You can learn something from any, like, game, from any sport, mm-hmm. from, like, at any day and, like, apply it to your day – or, like, apply it to your daily life. Or not, not only that, but just, like, think about it, like, remember and like that 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 becomes a part of you like you live through that moment yeah that, that's an important thing saying that you've been through that moment with what shelly was saying of uh umbc beating virginia if you don't know yeah uh, you 17 yeah it, it was uh, yeah i was in las yeah. vegas i was in I las vegas remember exactly where i was yeah. so it, it was march madness for college basketball i picked virginia to win it all <laughs> They had like a forty percent chance of winning all, which is super high. They the next highest was like sixteen. It was the first time a sixteen seed in men's college basketball have ever, ever yeah. had ever been a one seed. And, and it wasn't even close. Was, it was a blow. Yeah, it was like a yeah. twenty point victory. And the reason it was the first time is because when you when the bracketology guys match match up the opponents, they make it so the first seed can get past that first round. Yeah. UMBC played like they have nothing to lose. They didn't. Yeah. They're playing the best team in college basketball. Yeah, they're playing loose. They're, they're on a national stage. That's probably the first time that college has played on national TV yeah. in their history. I remember I was sitting outside. I was eating my dinner, and I was watching. I just saw the lead keep, like, extending. I was like, okay, Virginia's going to come back. Next thing you know, they're up by 10 with, like, three yeah. minutes left. Yeah, like, and then you're like, dang. You, like know, that is- you can't be mad at it, though, because you could say you lived through that, you know? Yeah. We're going to be able yeah. to say, hey, we watched LeBron James play. You know, yeah. we had that debate who's better, LeBron or Jordan. Mm. People say they saw Jordan play. We could say we saw, we got LeBron. to see, we got to see LeBron. We got to see Mike Trout Mike play, Trout. you know? We, we got to see Tom Brady. We got to see, got to see Woods. Floyd Mayweather, you know? Not Lance you know? Armstrong. Well, we were pretty young for that. But, <laughs> yeah. like, you know, sports gives you that experience that almost nothing else can match. Yeah. You know, especially playing it. You know, playing in big moments too. Mm-hmm. Um, just moments you, the moments to live for, and it's. I I know I get chills. You know, watching the 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 famous highlights and stuff. So, um. I mean, there, I I can easily recite multiple yeah. famous calls. Yeah. Just it's, it's the power of sports, and you, you can't make this stuff up. It's it happens, and it's it's beautiful when it does. And I think that's something our nation's unfortunately missing right now. I think the like, I mean, I don't know. I've 
I've... I, I don't want to say stress brings good things, because, like... Like, like you're watching a game, and there's something... It's bases loaded. Two outs. Bottom of the ninth. Team is down by two. Or down by three. And then the player hits a grand slam. Like, that's just... It's insane, like, the euphoria it brings to, Magical. to the people of all around. I remember when I was playing in the second round game, and my coach put me into hit, and I just, I didn't hit well at all last year, okay? <laughs> and he put me in. He, I remember him specifically telling me a practice or two ago, hey, if I put you in, you're bunting, okay? <laughs> so if I went in, I, was, I knew I was going to bunt. And thinking in my head, I knew everyone on our team wanted this game. Everyone mm. wanted this game. And we were looking, we were trying to like scrap together, like put together at least just one run. It was zero to zero up into the yeah. 15th inning. Yeah. And he put me in with the runner, I think on first. And he called the drag bunt and I like threw out my bat and somehow got it down. That was probably my one of my most favorite moments playing of all time, because of the pure like euphoria. It like it just it lifted me up. I'm sure it lifted up the entire yeah. team. I'm sure it lifted you guys up. And you know, while we still lost that game, that was one of my favorite, if not my most favorite game yeah. of baseball that I've ever played. And, and that could bring in a, another question. Like, what what what's your guys' like favorite sport experience you have? We talked about like a defining moment earlier, mm -hmm. but like what what's been your like the favorite you have? And like Brandon said, I'll start off just if you guys need to think. Okay. Mine was uh, so once again in freshman year. I think it was like the tenth game, eleventh game of the season, something like that. Um, my freshman year, I started the year playing defense, but not hitting. Cause I just didn't have a spot, and our our uh, like DH was like still like good, but um, my my uh, I was put in randomly in in this game to start hitting, and the first pitch I ever saw, I I hit, I got a hit up the middle. It was a ground ball up the middle, and then when I got to first, I was like, okay, this is it's my time to stay. I'm going to stay in this starting lineup. You know, yes, we were talking about, yeah, we're, we're a family, but this was the time I wanted to be competitive and aggressive. I didn't want to leave my spot out of the lineup. I wanted to go out and prove every game that I should stay in the lineup. And, you know, it, it worked in that in the, in the end. I had a pretty good freshman season hitting, and, you know, it was a, it was a lot of fun. And, and I, I'll just always remember that first at bat I had, you know, it was the first pitch I saw too, so I thought that was pretty cool. Um, my favorite moment, like, okay, it wasn't. I mean, it was at USC. I like pitching at USC. Oh, okay. It was, it was really memorable. We, we, we were up against the Division Two Southern Section champions eventually, Division and three, it. I think. Oh yeah, Division Three, and then they got moved up to D One because their whole lineup was a bunch of D One commits. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just not allowing a run. Like, I just thought that was. I mean, yeah, they they still rocked me, but hey, they didn't score a run. <laughs> Yeah, I just Even, thought that that was really cool. Like, I I just like I don't care. Yeah, our competition sometimes was like astronomically better than us, but it really, it really like show. It really like it gets the best out of you, and it like without like as much as you hate competition, without competition, there's no sport. Like you you don't play. So like I don't know. Like I just 
I really like that really helped me value like my competition and like like how to how to like play up to competition like you're gonna have to eventually like there's always someone that's gonna be better than you at something i I, even going out like because i was the bullpen catcher at the time i would go out to like catch the first couple pitches while while our uh starting catcher would be ready would be getting ready that'd be so awesome just to step on that field and just like catch a couple baseballs i ended Mm -hmm. up pitching in that game and that was one of my favorite like i said uh the second round CIF game was one of my favorites. This is another one of my favorites because, like, I'm not a pitcher. I don't think I'm a pitcher, at least. And I came out <laughs> and I got a one, two, three inning. Yeah. yeah. He's just a freshman. But, I mean, <laughs> anyways, but my, but my favorite game, and I, I don't know if you had to play in the game, but this was the, the game that I was talking about earlier, the Tyler Skaggs game. My yeah. mom specifically got me the tickets because I was really beat up about it because I, Tyler Skaggs was one of my favorite pitchers. There's not many good pitchers in the Angels, and he was one of the good pitchers. And I, yeah. well, not not only that, but he was such a character. And yeah. you know, knowing what he meant to all the guys on the team, you know, it was it was really touching. And to be there and watch his mom throughout the first pitch, and every inning goes by with no hits, and you know, we're the fans are standing up and clapping. I'm high fiving the people behind me, the people in front of me. We're all like, we're all coming together, and we're really, you know, just enjoying this this time through um through like really sad times you know and when they got the no hitter oh my gosh that was the best feeling ever best feeling yeah. of all time so yeah that's my favorite baseball moment still chill thinking about that watching on tv i remember the yeah final play uh i i was similar to steven you know i i fought my way to get a starting position my freshman year beat out the right fielder finally got the starting job you know, I could talk easily about, you know, the Shelly's second round CIF game, which went to 15 innings, which is also super memorable. But I think for me uh, is my all-star season where I pitched six and a third in the district championships, trying to go the full game, obviously. But I threw my heart out. Uh, I threw – I know Steven's going to laugh at me for this because I keep mentioning it up, but I threw 100, 125 pitches. And, like, that to me like, – I remember – my dad saying, are you sure you want to do this? I was like, yeah, I want to do this. And he asked twice. And my coach asked my dad too, can he throw? Cause you know, if 125 pitches is ridiculous, like even from major leagues and I was doing it in sixth grade and you know, even though I, I couldn't finish the game, you know, I remember my friend came in, he got the last two outs and just thinking, wow, we did it. We won districts. And you know, I have a plaque in Oakno park in Cyprus to go for it. My name's up on the, on that uh, fence, and you know it's super cool. Like I hope, I hope the field stays up, and you know I, I'm sure I'll show you guys this year. I, I don't think you guys have seen it, but um, you know it's just something to hang your hat on. You know, uh, hey, I did that. Hey, I was a part of that team, and it, it's it's truly something really special. Well, that's gonna do it uh, for our episode today. Uh, you know, we started this podcast because we wanted to you know talk about the things we love which are sports. Uh, And and this episode, you know, we wanted to create, you know, not because there's no news to report, but just because with everything going on in our country, we wanted to explain that sports are vital to our country, not for success or anything, just just for the people. You know, whether you're playing a sport, yeah, whether you're watching or playing a sport, it changes you for the better. It it shows, you know, teamwork, uh, 
sportsmanships, sportsmanship, and it's just it's very important uh, in our lives, and we just wanted to express that. So uh, I sh we said in every episode um, that this will be available on Spotify, all our streaming services, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all that biz. One day, er YouTube. one day early, uh, YouTube will come out the next day. Uh, you know. Hope you uh, like this episode. Hope that sports yeah. are important to you. You know, comment, comment what you think below. below. Yeah, yeah, comment, 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 comment your favorite your moments of sports. <laughs> yeah, sport. yeah, all, we're all talking. Sports, yeah, comment your favorite sport more moment, whether something you watch, something you played, experience. Or, you know, or comment comment what sports mean to you. We yeah. want to hear. We yeah. want to hear from from mm -hmm. everyone. Yeah, Free we want. You know, you get you watch us because you love sports too, and. Yeah. We we want to know you know how sports have impacted your life. So, All right, that's gonna do it. Peace. 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 Thank you. Guys. Thank you. <laughs>